Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone. What is up, everybody? My name is Hector Flores, host of the Insert Name FC podcast. And with me, as always, is my best friend and the other host of the show, Aerobas. Hey, what's up, guys? All right, man. So episode 95, it is it is completely crazy to think that we are quite some episodes away from our 100th episode now. Um, yeah. I mean, we still got ways to go, but yeah, it, it's just crazy to think that. Um, but yeah, man. it. It's been uh, quite the week uh, with some things as far as like, you know, transfer rumors are always going to be crazy. Um, not very much news to talk about, uh, but we, ha- we do have some headlines to discuss. We do have a debate topic. It does pertain with what's going on with transfers. Uh, recap the final episode of Neymar the Perfect Chaos. Um, you know, me and I both felt that, you know, it kind of f- concluded uh, Neymar's career as of this point. But um, maybe we, we learned something in that third episode. Um, give you guys games to recap, announce our players of the week, and give you guys some games to watch. Um, Women's Heroes, they're going to be in the quarterfinals, and Copa America is going to be in the semifinals on Monday. Um, as, a, as a matter of fact, as right now as we're speaking, uh, the CONCACAF final between USA and Canada are going on right now in women's soccer. So, yeah, a lot to go on. Um, as always. Anyways, but, and then we're going to do a three up, three down on chips. And I'll explain what kind of inspired me to do that one. Um, does pertain to a, I guess you could say for, for belly up, a competitor of belly up, um, which I'm, I'll try to avoid doing that a lot, of, a lot of times, but I thought it was a funny, funny moment that happened. So anyways, we'll talk about that, but we'll go ahead and, and take a break. And then we'll get going with Transfer Watch. Hector, are you listening to music? No, I am not listening to music. I'm listening to my audiobook on Audible. What's Audible? Audible allows you to listen to a large library of audiobooks at your convenience. What if I'm not sure about Audible? 
Well, you can start a 30-day free trial when you use the link audibletrial.com slash insert name FC podcast. Not only do you get the experience of Audible, but you'll also be supporting insert name FC. I'm going to start my free trial right now. And we're back. All right, guys, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram, Twitter at insert name FC. Um, if you guys want to see what's going on, uh, all the great stuff that we're posting. Um, what what exactly my dumbass is going to put a jersey bet on the line next time? We, you know, <laughs> we're not sure yet. But but anyways, so transfer watch, man. Here, this is what we're going to talk about. So last week, we literally talked about Calvin Phillips going to Manchester City. And what the hell does that mean for Rodri? Well, apparently, he's also staying put as he just signed an extension with Manchester City. So... I, I I don't know what's going on in Manchester City. They apparently they're the super team, Edward. I don't. I think PSG PSG is now no longer. You can no longer say the super team with PSG because apparently Manchester City is now the super team. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, they they've got all, all kinds of different uh, different different plays. Like uh, shoot, what they got? Halan, uh, Julian Alvarez. So I mean, then then they got they ended up getting you know rid of. Gabi Jesus, and I mean, they ended up making money instead of losing it. Yeah. No one knows what's going on, but we'll see. Um, Mizuto Zio, we mentioned last episode that he will be leaving Fender Banshin. He is actually staying in the Turkish league as he joins Istanbul. I'm going to try so hard not to butcher this. Uh, Basak Sakir. So. Nice. He's staying in the Turkish league. So. All right then. Uh, Neymar wants to stay at PSG. Well, we'll see what Kylian Mbappe has to say about that. Um, I'm sure. I'm sure he's okay with that. Maybe I mean, he said a lot cool. of nice things in documentaries, so maybe it was all for show. Um, <laughs> Sevilla and Roma are battling for Isco, so Isco oh, no longer yeah. under contract with Real Madrid, so he is free to go to any suitor he wants. And it looks like Sevilla and Roma, two teams that. Maybe they're on the cusp of something. I don't know. We said that about Sevilla last last season, and and they didn't necessarily. Uh, <laughs> they were on the cusp of something, all right. Just you know, not not a reborn, not a not a championship. Not a, pretty much. <laughs> well, it's kind of it's we, hard when you got Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid and Barcelona in your league, but um, yeah, uh, Gabriel Slanina. So another promising American goalkeeper. Can we get some like other promising American positions? Like Jesus Christ, how many goalkeepers do we have now? Um, <laughs> Tim hey, Howard, man. Tim Howard was the influence, clearly. Um, yeah, right. But yeah, uh, Gabriel Slanina. He currently play well, plays for the Chicago Fire. He actually is going to Chelsea. He has been speculated to go to Europe. He's been highly sought after by a lot of clubs. Real Madrid was a team that threw their names out there for him. But he is going to Chelsea, who is now owned by an American. Um, but he will be staying with Chicago for the remainder of the season. So he will be now on loan with Chicago. And then obviously once the season's over, he'll be heading over to London to play for Chelsea. So it's kind of like uh kind of like when FIFA, you know what I mean? <laughs> like and they're like, Oh hey, you you know, you got this player. Can, can you do that? Uh, out of, yeah, like uh, so basically well okay no, you, not like, during the transfer not during the trans not during the transfer period. Like during the transfer period basically yes, it'll automatically like change um, like teams. 
But like okay. out of the transfer period, they'll be like, oh, after the contracts, like after they'll they'll come in when the transfer period begins again. Okay, so I, I, when, I, I get what you're saying. Now. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I mean, technically, technically, yeah, they can still do. Yeah. So Gabriel Salinas is going to Chelsea because we we know what last time an American went to Chelsea, um, Christian Pulisic. But I mean, I was. Pulisic. I was, I forgot about Christian Pulisic. I was thinking about, about Matt Miazga when he went to Dang. Chelsea. <laughs> and then he just went yeah. on loans on loans. Uh, maybe, well, I don't know. Do you want Christian Pulisic's treatment at Chelsea? Cause it's like they like him, but they don't want to start him. So it's like, we like you. You're good, but we still want the British guy to go ahead or we, we still want Mares to go ahead and, you know, finish it Mares. up. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm tripping. Mazman City. Um, who, who's who's playing? Who's playing uh, instead of Pulisic up in the right wing? Uh, I'm thinking of a name, but I can't think of it. Off the top. Uh, Hudson Odoi. No, he hasn't Hudson been. Odoi? He hasn't been. Dang. Um, Zayek. God, no, I don't think Zayek has. No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> Timo Werner. <laughs> no, man, chill. He he is playing in the in the international uh, cup that that weird uh, international tour. Oh yeah, I saw, I saw that Reese James provided the only goal for America there. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, but yeah. So Gabriel Salina joining Chelsea at the end of the MLS season. Uh, Luka Jovic, you guys know how I feel about this guy. He is actually joining <laughs> Fiorentina. Um, weirdly, as how do you feel about that? Huh? How do you feel about that? It, it's it's hard if you're gonna go to Real Madrid, and it's just gonna be hard because you're not gonna, especially like Luka Jovic wasn't gonna start over for Benzema. Nope, he just wasn't, and so like it, it's hard when you're trying to get form, and the only way to get form is by playing. And so if you're not playing, and your only actual amount of game time that you get is maybe because Benzema plays That's majority of the games. Like he, he yeah. I think he finishes. Yeah, I think he finishes most games he's in. So being a that, which is why everyone keeps saying Real Madrid needs depth in in the striker position. It's like, well, we do have strikers. It's just that they don't play. And so, uh, yeah, it's been it, so. It's kind of hard for that if you're if you're any position player that has like, or if apparently Eden Hazard, you just lose your job to Vinicius. Um, but yeah, it's like there's so many stars in Real Madrid that. Being in the bench, you're you're just not going to be playing well because you're not in form. Unless you're Nacho Fernandez, who's I don't know what the hell he does, but he's doing it right. But uh, no, nah, I mean, yeah, he needed to get out of Real Madrid. He just like I don't know what it was. I think I think it's just because he just wasn't in form. I mean, if he was able to get form, I think he probably would have been the goal scorer. People thought he was like over at Frankfurt. Um, but um, he he actually said that he's hoping he can go to Serie A and. And kind of copy Cristiano Ronaldo, which is a very bold statement. But uh, <laughs> all right, man. Um, I guess he wants to to be a goal scoring fiend, and like Ronaldo was in Syria. Um, honestly, I don't even remember much of Cristiano Ronaldo. I know he scored a lot of goals for Juventus, but I don't I don't remember anybody like, oh, look at this highlight reel from Ronaldo here in Juventus. I think that's more just testament to Syria at the time, but yeah. I mean, he did. He did do, you know, he he did do a lot for Juventus and stuff up front. Um, 
I think but, I mean, that was that's a also a time when like the Serie A was it was just Juventus. Yeah. yeah. Actually, no, that was around where like Inter and AC were coming up again. Inter, Inter got up quicker. AC was still kind of like very young. Um, still trying to find themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Luka Jovic, Fiorentina. You know, Fiorentina is trying to keep themselves afloat, I guess. Staying on with Manchester City. Manchester City has extended Mares, which Edward somehow found him in Chelsea at some point. Um, yeah, I know. I was like, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Different Sorry. Blue. He was with Leicester. <laughs> yeah, I know. Same color, same shade of blue, though. That's probably that's probably that's probably what what I was thinking. Yeah, like I, I forget. I, I sometimes forget Kevin De Bruyne was with Chelsea at one point. Yeah. Oh, so. Um, German who turned American, Malik Tillman is actually going on loan at Rangers. So everybody, you know, very exciting midfielder Malik uh, Malik Tillman ends up, yeah. you know, been playing with Bayern Munich. He decides to switch from the German national team to the U.S. Um, which caused a lot of, lot of shakeup in the world. Um, which means America, you know, USA still wants to get German Americans in, in their team. America. Yes. So he'll be joining Rangers, uh, for this season. I think it's a good place for him to play because, I mean, he's just not going to play as much in Bayern Munich and that's just because Bayern Munich is loaded. And so, you know what? Goes to Rangers. Still a pretty good club. Um, I wouldn't, I don't, I can't really say much about the league, but he's, it's part of one of the best rivalries. You can probably say in in world soccer, just that people don't talk about it because it's in the Scottish Premier League. But but yeah, so good move for Millie Tillman, in my opinion. All right, oh. this might get everyone's <laughs> attention because uh, Toronto FC is continuing their tradition of grabbing Italians as they get Juventus former Juventus player Federico Bernadeschi. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, damn. I was like, oh. all right. So this is literally going to be kicking and screaming. Pretty much. Pass it to the Italians. Pretty much. So. I haven't watched Insignia yet. I don't know if he's been playing. If he has. If he hasn't, then been very lackluster. I mean, people went crazy with Garrett Bale's back heel pass. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody was going, oh. I've been seeing that everywhere. <laughs> Everybody was like, what a... This two minute play. Oh, I mean, it was it was a nice back. Nice. I don't know about <laughs> all the attention it's gotten. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's really it just you know, it, like I said, like you said before, it was a sexy signing. He, yeah, he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arsenal and Manchester City reach agreement for Zinchenko. So I'm sure by the time this episode drops, they'll probably make it official that he is now with Arsenal. Um, and Arsenal just got another matches, former matches. I wouldn't say like reject because I think Zinchenko was kind of important to Manchester. Oh, he's City. a good player. Yeah, he's a good player. I mean, he's he's a, good, uh, he's a midfielder that went to go play left back. So I mean, like, yeah. you got to give props at least for that. Um, so I don't think Zinchenko. And then like Gabby Jesus, I don't know what exactly happened. Maybe because I watched him too much and he got red carded. Maybe that was the issue. <laughs> um, I, I really don't know anything else for it, but I don't think that these are two. I mean, shoot, right now, it, I mean, it's preseason and all, but Gabby Jesus has been killing it right now for Arsenal. So as long as he just doesn't put his, his foot up on somebody's chest, I think he'll be fine. Um, so 
So I don't know. I don't, I don't think Zinchenko is necessarily like a reject. Maybe it's just kind of like you said, like the luxury that Manchester City has. Like they're still spending money on players, but they're also getting money in the process. Um, yeah. So I think it, you know Manchester City just you know hey Arsenal really wants him specifically because Arteta really wants him uh, specifically for the midfield. Um, I don't know who, where he's playing in that midfield. Please tell me Jaka's leaving, but um, I don't think that's where Zinchenko plays. Would you, would you would you at least be happy to say, oh yeah, Zinchenko's taking Jaka's spot, but Jaka's still going to be on the bench? I can live with that. I I can live with it. I just don't know, like, cause I, I I feel like Zinchenko's more of an attacking player, right? Well, I mean, he played fullback. So. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Maybe, I, I don't watching think he's gonna, both, watching, I don't watching, watching play the transition. I don't think he'll be like a holding like maybe like a number eight. I don't think you have a six. Hey, what? I'm telling you, watch him be like a transition player, like a Gareth Bale. He goes from left back to a winger. Well, you, you already got Saka and Smith Rowe. Yeah. So, I mean, well, if they put Smith Rowe back in the midfield, they could possibly... It could I mean, possibly work. I mean, Nicholas Pepe probably needs to go. <laughs> you really don't want Pepe there. It's just so much money for a guy that's really not been producing. He's good. Like, he's not bad. He's just... I don't know what the hell happened with him. He just... He just... You know, just... Like, that's really what's happened. It, it, it just kind of fell... Yeah, it just happened, yeah. man. Like, I don't really know what else. Is. It's a freak accident. I like Pepe. It just sucks that he yeah. can't produce. Plus, I like St. Pepe. Uh, <laughs> that's always the bonus. But yeah, so, yeah, which like also that. helped when you know, Real Madrid had Pepe. Um. All right. So this player, I don't know how long, how 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 long it's been that teams have been just trying to get this guy to be in their backfield, um, and he has stayed strong and stayed with Napoli. I don't know what caused him to change his mind, but apparently Chelsea now has Senegalian captain Kalidou Koulibaly. Oh yeah, and that backline <laughs> just got a whole lot better. Oh yeah. No, and then, uh, fun fact, uh, Arsenal was looking at him to be uh, their defensive, their center back. Oh, man, you, you would have just now had your Carlos Puyol. Pretty much. <laughs> and I'll, no, that's the thing that, um, we'll, we'll I'll talk, to, I'll give you a fun, uh, uh, something to, to let you know, uh, later on, uh, with the transfers, but it has to do with him too. Okay. Uh, he's going to be yeah. reunited with his buddy, uh, Eduardo Mendy. Yeah, so there's that. Um, Arsenal wonder kid, Amari Hutchison joins Chelsea. Oh, so. how do you feel about that? Uh, I didn't know much about him. Um, I mean, apparently it's a big deal because Goal.com made it made emphasize it on how big of a deal it was. So, I mean, you, you, you literally left to the rivals. So, I mean, it happens before, but I mean, it's you know. I, you don't know how these guys, these these prospects are going to turn out until they finally play. So it's it's one of those things, but we'll, we'll see what happens there with him. Um, maybe he thinks honestly, what depending, on, I don't know what position he plays, but if it's an attacking position, you already got Sock and Smith Rowe, so you, um, and then you know, there's the you know Florida's kid, the Mexican Canadian, who everyone was shocked when he chose Mexico over Canada. <laughs> who would have saw that coming? Um, but yeah, so he, you know, obviously there's a lot more. There, there's like a lot of prospects coming out of Arsenal, apparently. So yeah, maybe maybe he just like thought that maybe he had a better chance at Chelsea. So we'll see. 
Um, speaking of former Arsenal player, uh, Sergey Narby actually extends with Bayern Munich. Oh, yeah. Um, Hugo Ekiteki, who I believe is, a, is like a promising player over in League One, is joining PSG. Nice. I mean, they're, they're picking up players who are, they, they really want to get that Champions League, man. I mean, that's, that's literally all that they have left to fight for now. Um, yeah, yeah. So this was a player that was rumored with Arsenal and Manchester United, and oh, Manchester United won, as Lisandro Martinez, the young center back, will be going, uh, uh, yeah, will now yep. be going to Manchester United. Yep, yep. And, uh, and apparently, Harry Maguire is still the captain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, so, I don't even know. For right now? <laughs> I was like, man. I was like, I honestly like Varane. I was like, shit. You know? I'm, I'm big on, I, I was a, like, even even when he was around Madrid, I was like, dude, I was like, this kid got I, something. I mean, I mean, we're talking he about... Won the, he was a World Cup. Who? Varane? Varane? Yeah, Varane. He was part of the World Cup France team. Yeah, I wouldn't say he's like uh, the centerpiece of why they. Oh, beat I know, world. no, that. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> you made I'm it sound saying, like he was like, the World Cup. I was like, what? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying he's a World Cup winner. He was actually part of the team that actually you know helped defend, even though it wasn't like, oh my god, amazing. You know, no, I mean him and Teddy was the partnership right there. Yeah, that's when I mm-hmm, exactly. But yeah, no, I get, I get what you mean. Um, but yeah, so I mean, it's. It's a former Ajax player. Literally was with Tehag literally last season. So I'm sure it's his boy. He's going to try to get his boy out there on the field. So, yeah. Yep. So, Lissandra Martinez yep. now with Manchester United. Yep. Oh, man. I said I knew this day was coming. I knew it was coming. <laughs> and, 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 and I've said some, I've said a lot of things about Robert Lewandowski. You know, <laughs> You know, you know, our, our first ever Roosevelt Spencer Player of the Year um, <laughs> oh, means yeah. a lot. You know, I still love him. Um, but, but yeah. So uh, Robert Lewandowski joins Barcelona, and that team just got significantly better. I think I would say. I mean, significantly <laughs> scarier. Honestly, they're fucking. Front oh my three. god! If you think about, the if pay, you think the, about it, just, dude, just the pace on the wings. And no, now no, no. you have like, about, like literally the guy that has a nose for the goal. Hold just, on, hold on. Wait, wait. Let me let me tell you something. This front three came out of Borussia Dortmund, if you think about it, and it was the Borussia Dortmund that. Are you saying Aubameyang goes on the wing? Yeah, he was a winger at even first. with Dembele. Yeah, oh yeah, we should mention that Dembele also re-signed with Barcelona. I don't know why yeah. that didn't pop up, but yeah, yeah. But that's that's what I'm saying, like. If you think about it, Dembele, Obama Yang, and Lewandowski, those were three products of Borussia Dortmund. Are you getting Griezmann back? Mm, I don't think so. If, if they are, they're going to unload him real quick. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Like, they're going to unload and him And you still got Fati. Yeah. That, so, that's like, oh. if anything, I think what's going to happen is Obama Yang is going to be the sub for uh, Lewandowski, and then Ansu Fati is going to be uh, starting with Dembele, but Rafinha is going to be with 
Uh, I think these are also Ansu Fati's uh, sub. I can't remember who's going to be the better sub. Yeah, this is. It's it's scary. Like honestly, Nico, even me, Nico Gonzalez. No, 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 uh-huh. okay. no, no, no. Okay. Um, but but anyways, but yeah, even me, I'm like, and I'm a Barca fan. I'm like, that is a scary. Just just Lewandowski alone. I was like, oh, like, and, and now I know what jersey Edward's getting. Uh, yup, yup, yup. If, if <laughs> you guys don't know. know this, the fact that Edward roots for this man when he's on the opposing team of his of his mm-hmm. of his favorite German team, um, and he does have a, a Bayern Munich Robert Lewandowski jersey. Well. I have two. I have two. I have the white one and I have the red one. Okay, well, there you go. He has two Robert Lewandowski jerseys from Bayern Munich. Now I'm gonna have three, which I'm surprised you don't. Well, I mean. Yeah, I'm surprised actually you don't have one for from the Borussia Dortmund days. Um, that was also man, it was, it's before. hard. To, it's hard to find. Yeah, That's a we financial were, we were find also <laughs> yeah. during that time. We were broke, but yeah. So now, so Edward now has like literally the perfect moment of his life because his favorite player, his body goals. He's yep. He knows so much about the, this man's wife. Is his fitness uh, fitness guru? It's his like it's a fitness guru, nutrition guru. Um, basically if he gets hurt, she's the one that helps him rehab and everything. Um, she I'm cooks for him. Right and die. Um, bro, I'm telling you, bro. I'm even, I'm like, bro, I like, I want to watch like that. And she, I think in the Olympics, she ended up winning gold with the uh, Polish Taekwondo. Like, Jesus like, Christ, uh, she's just a she badass. I know, dude. That's why I was like, holy crap. I was but, like, <laughs> but yeah, so Edwards, literally anyways, Edwards' favorite player. Pretty Is much. Is to say favorite player? Favorite striker. All right, Edward's favorite striker is now in his club. Like this yep. is this is like this is, literally this is this is basically what my FIFA was. I think in 2014 or 2016. I think it was when I told you I was like I got Lewandowski. I have Messi. I think on the left wing I had uh, at the time. I can't remember who I had on left wing, What's but then on the, on the no no on the center attacking mid I had DiBala. So it was like when I bought him from. Uh, from from uh, and it wasn't no it was who was it, it wasn't Roma it was uh, Parma was it yeah he was with uh, Palmero Palmero there you go yeah so I had bought him from him from them and I was like holy snot I was like my attack just basically got crazy good and then yeah so it was like it's like a FIFA thing where that just happened I'm like man except back in the days Barcelona had the financial aid right now I am worried. Because he cannot. Yeah, where register. is his money coming from, by the way? <laughs> you just, Dude, you just honestly, got Rafinha. You, you beat Chelsea to get Rafinha, which no. And fun fact. Fun fact. Here's a fun fact that I was talking about, or it's not really a fun fact. Um, so, if you knew Barcelona was actually going to get Kulibali, and but because Barcelona beat Chelsea to Rafinha from Leeds, they ended up. Swiping, um, how do I say, Kulibali uh, from from them. So basically, they made an offer just to be like, okay, Barcelona, you're going to take the winger we wanted. Okay, we're going to go ahead and take the center back you want. Because that was the whole thing with Umtiti. Like, Umtiti was basically going to go and Kulibali was going to come in. Um, but the thing is also, Umtiti, I, he, he went to, I think it was. It was a, a EPL team or a, a um, fuck. What is it? Uh, a Serie A team, and they made his medical condition, and he didn't pass. So basically, they just pulled out. 
from buying him. Jesus Christ, I'm telling you, is still causing issues for Barcelona. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, dude, I was like, you're not going to get rid of this guy. I was like, that easy. And then for one, you still have Frankie De Jong, who he still owed money. And you can't get really rid of him until you pay him his wages. And then apparently Manchester United is pretty close to it, though. That's all I've been seeing. I think what's what's going to happen is they're going to buy him and then they're going to use whatever money they get to basically just pay his wages and then let him go. That's what I think is going to happen. I don't know what exactly the deal would be or I don't know if they're going to say, hey, um, if you can pay the wages and then, you know, you buy him from this much, we're going to go ahead and give you more money later on when you like either resell him or whatever. Like, I don't know. There's going to be stipulations because Rafinha has stipulations, have variables. Lewandowski has variables. So it's like they're buying these players, but then they're promising this, this, and this. And says it's under contract. They're gonna be they're in a fucking tight spot, to be honest. And this is coming from a Barca fan. So I'm like, I think what Lewandowski has five variables and Rafinha has four or six, I think. So it's just like ah fuck. I was like, I'm just like, damn it. I was like, all this money. And but the thing is, yes, I'm happy. If anything, Lewandowski landed in the US uh this week. This, this this weekend, I think, while they were doing the preseason training. So while I think the team was uh, doing the preseason training, he was like barely getting into the hotel or whatever. So it's like he's going to be doing the Barcelona tour along with the team. Yep, and there's actually going to be an El Clasico here. I mean, it's not really El Clasico. Um, <laughs> it's a friendly. It, it's a friendly, and not really. It's never going to be a friendly when it's Barcelona Real Madrid, but... Uh, at least we know the young players get the chance to experience it, though. So that's great for them. Um, I mean, you're still going to see the stars. It's, it's obviously it's a it's a U.S. tour. That's the whole reason why they're people are here to watch that. But um, but yeah. So also interesting to see is who's going to replace Robert Lewandowski over Bayern. And, and like I said, we'll 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 get this is basically the debate topic. We'll get to that when we get to that point. But um, sticking with Bayern Munich, though, uh, they went and got Matias Delict. Because yeah. you know, they need center backs, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just saying, like, man. You know, I mean, they did lose Sule. But then you also got yeah. that French center back from uh, RB Leipzig like a year ago. So, on Picapio, I think something like that. Uh, but, yeah. But, yeah, so, so let's use the lick. Um, I just, I just realized that Microsoft were auto-corrected Matias Delict's name to Matias Delight. Um, so good, good. Thanks. Thanks, Microsoft. Um, but yeah, I mean, solid center back. Uh, I don't know what ha- really much, can't, can't really tell you what happened with him and Juventus. Um, I don't even know if he played all that much, to be honest. Um, cause I just see Benucci and, and Cellini. So did he play? What? Did, 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 did the lick play at all, like at, at Juventus? Very vaguely, like really, really rare. I think he only played like on certain, certain games where you know you would be like, hey, uh, you know, this. Like, I, I honestly, I think he just played certain games, like not the really important ones. It's kind of like, oh man, like they were part of that team with the Ajax that basically were like it was like the really young team, and everybody was like, it was yeah, like, they made the same finals. Danny Van, Donny Van de Beek, um. 
Elia, I think Elia, Elia was still there. I'm not sure. Um, basically, it was like a whole bunch of, of messy young bucks, and then it was like those two were basically the ones to stand out there. Huntelar was still, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Huntelar <laughs> was still there. Um, so it was that's like it was man. a whole bunch of young. No, it was a whole mess of young bucks, and even to this day, I think that um, he just. I, I, it's just they didn't use him and that's where I was I was upset because I'm like damn they bought him for that much money and they didn't use him he was still getting paid I just don't have any idea why it's kind of like uh, for example my kids it's like you know one of the one of the kids is playing with the toy all of a sudden the other one goes hey I want that I want it it's mine I want it and then he just tells him okay here you go and he just has it there on the side while he's still playing with some other toys and I'm like, dude, are you you better share? You know, like I think that's what it was. Like they saw him; he's a great center back. So they're like, all right, we want him. They had him. They're like, okay, nobody's gonna touch him for this time until we basically get an offer for him. I was like, dude, like even I was upset about that. To be honest, man. like I was just like, come on, dude. He's a, uh, he's I, a good I, knew, I remember you got excited when when the lick went to to Juventus. Yeah, I was like, hell, that's badass. I was, I was. Fucking happy, dude! Honestly, both of the players went to the teams that I go for, and they barely got any burn. Yeah, it was crazy. fucking ridiculous. Crazy how that works. Excuse me. It's okay. Uh, Arturo Vidal, he's uh he's going to Flamengo, in Brazil. So. Yeah, it is uh, it's weird. It's weird. And uh, Japanese Barcelona Academy graduate, um, then. Went to back to Japan, then got signed by Real Madrid for for some reason. Um, then got put on series of loans while at Real Madrid. Never really played with Real Madrid, and he's going. He actually is now going to Real Sociedad. Oh yeah, which is it's good for him. Honestly, like I I I can't say I like Google because I have never seen him play, so I can't. I mean, he I've seen I've seen like little little bits of him. I did watch him when he was here when he played here in Houston against Bayern Munich. And he did have like, you could see he has something. There's a reason why he gets called up with the Japanese national team, but uh, it just sucks that he. You know, it's what once again, like kind of similar to what I said about Jovic. It's just kind of similar thing with with Kubo, except Kubo got set on, just got set on loan the whole time at Real Madrid, but now he's with. Yeah. Uh, I think he will probably play at. Um, at least I'm a little bit more confident than Real Madrid, so I think it's a good situation for him. Um, yeah. Least, so, and that it wraps up the transfer watch, and we'll get started. Headlines, and I just gotta say, this was to me the funniest thing to 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 come up across my timeline on Instagram, and um, it's Jose Mourinho. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Jose Mourinho posted oh, on Instagram damn. of his tattoo, and you guys are probably wondering, Hector, why are we talking about Jose Mourinho's tattoo? Fair point, no one cares, but the fact that this man. Posted it on social media, and one, it was it was pretty dark. I feel, I feel, I don't I feel know like we got to we got the tattoo. It it, it wasn't a bad. T- I'm not gonna be one of those people that says like it's a bad tattoo because I think that's you know obviously whatever I, what 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 you want is ink is ink. You know, it's what you want. That's that's whoa, whoa. why you paid for it to put it on your body. I, I, was, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, I was like, this is that that Creed moment where he's like, that's messed up, man. Like, you know, like when Creed says that, you know, oh. like. That's messed up, man. Like I was like, man, I was like, yeah. I feel like it's like 
him, Jose Mourinho doing that, it's like Creed doing the whole, I'm 30. Well, I'm going to be 30. <laughs> it's like, oh. it's like, wow. Like, I was just like, I saw it and I was like, dude, that is, you're right. It is dark. But the thing is, it's like, it's so tender. Like, it's, yeah, oh, got, it's, yeah also, it's red. It's red. Uh, tattooing older skin is a little bit more difficult. Because uh, mm-hmm. it's loose. It's a lot looser. Um, but yeah, so if you guys weren't sure what the hell his tattoo was, it is, is paying tribute to his two Champions League titles, which you see, if you look really closely, there's like these two balls on the, on the Champions League trophy. And it's like blue and white and blue and black, which represents Porto and Inter Milan, the, the two teams that he won the Champions League with. Two yeah. Europa League titles, because he also won one with Porto and Manchester United. And obviously now the, the first ever UEFA Europa Conference League title, which he won with Roma. And, and the reason why I love this even more is just the fact that um, we knew he was going to... was I didn't know he was going to get a tattoo, but we knew he was going to do something similar to what a tattoo would be. Um, I would have thought a parade in, in, yeah. in Portugal would have probably been one of those things that he would have tried to done for himself. Uh, a right. book about himself. Another book about himself. Um, cause, cause, you know, Jose The Marie, Great One, part two, yeah. ironically. It's like the Great One, number two. You know? Um, talk to LeBron James to create his own documentary. Um, narrated by, by Jose Mourinho. Uh, th- there's a lot of things that, you know, that the special one could have done in, 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 in celebration of, of him doing literally the most, the only thing that I don't think many people are ever going to be able to accomplish because I don't know how, how how you dwindle down from Champions League to Europa League to Europa Conference League, which is still impressive, um, nonetheless. But it's still, you know, he's he's the most successful manager in European competition. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I can't say that with a straight face, can you? No, I can't. But I love Jose Mourinho. Uh, but yeah, so I didn't expect the tattoo, but I'm also not surprised that he got a tattoo. To commemorate his successes, because <laughs> only he could do it, N- not the club. He could do it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what do you think about uh, about uh, Jose Mourinho's uh, tattoo? Dude, honestly, it's dark. Like I was like, damn. I was like, they really packed the ink in there. If yeah, anything, I- they really irritated the skin. I think what it is is like, do you think he has any more tattoos, or was he like a tattoo virgin? I think that was his first tattoo. Yeah, that's probably why, because it was like. They're so red, man. I mean, maybe once it heals, it'll probably look a little bit more better. Uh, but I'm definitely glad that he at least posted an image of what exactly it was because I couldn't really for the life of me tell. Um, Dude, honestly, I didn't even know they had the two little balls there. Yeah, <laughs> you, had to, you had to look really... And like, once again, the the, 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 the other image helped. The, it helped a lot. Um, but yeah, so Jose Mourinho is doing Jose Mourinho things and and I'm all for it. I told you guys that it's like it's doing with Jose Mourinho things and Jose Mourinho things. And Jose I, told, I told y'all Jose Mourinho winning the Europa Jose Mourinho in the Europa Conference League. It was going to do two things for me. Either one, he was going to just remind everybody that he won the first ever UEFA Europa Conference League, and also be able to say well, he's the only manager to have won the Champions League, the Europa League, and the UEFA Europa Conference. Let me let me let me interject here, and I have this theory. I have this feeling so how much money do you want to bet that if they ever ask him like how great do you think you are or how 
how good of a coach do you think you are? He's going to raise up his sleeve or take off whatever jacket he has on and he will just show, like, he will just show off that tattoo. Like, if um, he ever gets asked that question in one of the press conferences, in the press conference, and then he would say, like, something, something cocky, like, need I say more? Or, is that it? Like, something, I, honestly, something cocky. I think that that's are, also the reason why he did it. <laughs> I think that's the exact so, reason. So, so, so you agree with me? This is his ace in the hole. Like, no matter what. I just think it's going to be funny if he somehow manages to win another one of these trophies. Um, oh, God. The, 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 the toll he's going to have to go through to get, to add another ball, uh, to himself. So, yeah, it's just, it's a, like I said, it was a win win for me. Either he won and he just like, Literally rubs it in everybody's face, and I'm sure he will. If you, if he's in that scenario that you just mentioned, um, if he were to have lost, obviously he was going to completely and utterly dismantle the Europa Conference League, um, calling it a stupid tournament, and it was worth not worth his time. But yeah, it was a win-win for me. I, I think this is this is a this is the fruits of our labor here, Edward. Is is he yeah. chose, you know commemorate Bro, his yeah. success with a tattoo? I mean, uh, I'm, I'm telling you, man. I, I'm just. And then he had I'm to post like, it on Instagram and had to explain it. Is <laughs> also yeah. funny. <laughs> you know when they tell you, like, if you have to explain a joke, it's not funny. Well, if you have to explain a tattoo, it's hilarious. I mean, it. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? Ah, <laughs> oh, man, Joseph Mourinho, don't ever change. Oh man. All right, Just man. Just a little bit. I'm fine with Josie the way he is. Of course you are. All right, man. I'm sure. I'm sure Roma's going to regret. Uh, is going to regret him in a few years. Um. All right, man. Moving on. NWSL. So there, there was some meetings held on the league, making some possible changes for the future. Um. Obviously, the main thing that everyone took away from it was the fact that they were looking to expand the league by 2024. To 14 teams, but um, also I think the other thing that they should probably have highlighted that they will be introducing VAR in 2023, also looking to add a little bit more, fi- you know, a little bit better of an investment in the officiating. Um, don't go to pro referees. I highly recommend you don't go there. Um, so there's my tip right there for NWSL. Pro refs suck. Um, but VAR uh, can be a good thing or a bad thing. Um, depending on how you feel on VAR as of right now. It, for me, if it's being used right, I think it could, it could be beneficial, but it does take a lot of time off the game. Shoot, that's probably the main reason why we get like these 10 added stoppage times in Liga Mekis. So, I mean, aside from other things. But, um, but yeah, we're so NWSL looking to expand the two teams. I'm interested to see who those those two teams they'd be look, like. What two cities are they looking at to expand? They already they already covered California. Now you got San Diego and and L.A. Um, what you do with those two other teams is what interest, intrigues me because I feel like I feel like something up north would be would be the would be where to go. Or, or do you want? Do you think they'll do like basically kind of like a Tafico or like you know have like freaking multiple teams in one state? You got what San Jose? You got L.A. Then you got LAFC, and then well, um, that's why that's why I mentioned you had San Diego and LA over there. Oh, okay. in, in, um, in, 
where do you think Sacramento? Oh, well, I'm I'm actually thinking like up north, like something like Minnesota or or uh, Michigan. Bro, if they ever bring back like that Minnesota Timberwolves, like back in the nineties, at the sign, like how they had it for basketball, but they'll do it for soccer. Bro, that'd be so awesome. I think they would have to talk to the Minnesota Timberwolves organization. I know, I know, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I really love that when it used to be like the wolf in the forest, and they said Timberwolves. Like, dude, that uh, to me that was like the best. I, I always liked it, maybe because it's a wolf thing. I don't know, but it was, it was pretty badass. Yeah, that's a possibility. But yeah, so it's interesting. Uh, but Edward, how do you feel of, of NWSL introducing VAR next season? That's good. I mean, it's needed. We've seen a lot of a lot of calls that have been taken back, or if anything, they've seen fouls, they've seen goals and stuff. There's 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 stuff that we even think back in the like back then where we were like, dude, if we had VAR, that goal would have counted. Or you know what, if we had VAR. You know, that would have not been it. Like, we could have had a review on it and everything. And then it's just, I think that it would be better. Um, honestly, a lot, I know a lot of people were like against it, you know, at first. But then it's like, okay, it is very beneficial when it comes to stuff like that. No, I completely agree. I like kind of going to that Dynamo FC Dallas game. I would, I would like if they would have done, if there was like, if you allow the coaches to have a review, in which I, I know now I'm supporting Amer- like this is basically American football now. Yeah, I was but, about to say, I was like, that sounds like, like a, like a challenge. Because the thing was with me is like, it was clearly a goal. Fafa Pico did not touch the ball. That was like, that was a win. That was three points, but then it became one. Um, right, right because of that goal. You know what I mean? Um, so I feel like that right. there should have been at least like an emphasis like, hey, can we just review that real quickly? Um, uh, right. I think, I think you guys didn't get it right there. Um, I know that that would be annoying if they, they like, that's what I'm saying. Just one each side. So like, once you use it, there's no, there's no, oh, you were right. We'll give you another one. No, it's just like, once you use it, you use it kind of thing. So I'm, I'm not trying to, <laughs> you know, this is Hector's dumb rules, but, um, but yeah, so, uh, it's not dumb, but yeah, no, like I said, it's great for NWSL, you know, get, getting up today. The league's growing. Um, you obviously, you know, women's soccer. Is is steadily growing and improving. Um, I mean, shoot, you just had, you just had, uh, oh, what's her name? Oh man, Electra. Oh man, what's I mean, Electra. But I mean, she played. No, Electra. Jennifer. Jennifer Garner. Jennifer Garner. Yeah, Jennifer Garner. Like, for because she she owns she's she's part of the ownership of Angel City FC, uh, which is the LA team, um, along with Becky G. Uh, but she uh she was full soccer mom mode. Like she had the the proper soccer mom attire on, uh, she was cutting orange slices, uh, giving it to the players. Uh, it was fun. I liked it. That's the kind of content we need to be seeing in the NWSL. Honestly, uh, a lot of. I mean, honestly, this was quite the weekend for women's soccer. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, you're you're getting attention with the women's Euro right now. So I think that this was this is like kind of what you need to do is try to keep getting that attention. Uh, we definitely need to be supporting the NWSL a lot more because there is a, a lot of big names that are playing in this league. And uh, uh, hopefully one of these days, me and Edward can, can go pop our heads into a Houston Dash game. Um, anyway, when, it, when we have time. That's usually what it is. Time is what, what kills us. Not, not finances, but, but time. But yeah. So NWSL progressing, and that's what you love to see. 
Um, all right. And the final headline. So we kind of touched up on it last episode, but Wayne Rooney is going back to DC United to coach. So, no, yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's just, mm, uh, how do I explain myself on this one? I mean, I, I love Wayne Rooney and it's just, Okay, let me let me get your opinion on this one. Okay, well, what was the question? <laughs> well, what do you think? Like, when Rooney going to coach uh, DC? All right. So the thing is, with so before we get going, so like I said, Wayne Rooney will be taking over DC United, who um, are are dead last, are dead last currently in the MLS Eastern Conference standings. Um, they have not been looking. Like what everyone thought they would. Actually, as a matter of fact, Edson Flores, who was their big signing from Liga Mekis, is now back in, in Liga Mekis playing for Atlas. Um, so they're kind of like kind of dismantling the team as, as we speak right now, kind of, if you think about it, trying to rebuild. And so why not rebuild with a new manager? Um, now everyone's going to be like, Oh, you know, you know, obviously things didn't work out with Derby County. Um, they actually got relegated, uh, last season. Um, and, I don't know if it's necessarily, you know, and, and, and me and I were definitely know it's not Wayne Rooney's fault because, you know, they almost didn't even have a full roster. <laughs> um, yeah. if, if we remember, we were talking about that a, a few, like earlier in the season that like, you know, Derby County doesn't even have a roster right now. Um, at the time. So it, 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 it was really tough at Derby. I think they're, they're, they're they now have like a new ownership, new takeover that's going on with Derby County. So. Who knows what's going to happen with Derby? Maybe we see them back in the Premier League one day. Um, we don't know, but um, I don't necessarily think it's Wayne Rooney's fault. I think he just got put in a really bad situation, and it just wasn't getting better at any time. And and you know, he saw that the ownership wasn't gonna, it wasn't on his side, so he said, "Screw this, I'm out." Um, and you know, now he's at DC United, and it's not like he's going into a, a good situation either. Not this club is not doing well. Um, so if he's up for the challenge, the thing is, is like, I think your concern is the fact that Wayne Rooney just doesn't have a track, a proven track record, a rep, a record yet of, yeah. of success, which is, you know, kind of say the concern of Sandler's what Frank Lampard, like, I don't know how he got the, how he still has the Everton job, but I mean, the fact that they got, they got, they stayed on relegation probably was the, the bonus for him, but you know, Frank Lampard hasn't really turned out to be a good manager. Um, you know, sometimes good players don't turn, don't end up being good managers. Uh, weirdly enough, it's usually the players that, you know, that had okay careers. I mean, no offense to, to, uh, to, uh, Jesus Christ. How am I drawing blanks on these people's names right now? Um, no offense to who? Manchester City manager. Pep. Pep? No offense to Pep Guardiola, but I mean, he wasn't necessarily like, oh, Oh, top class, world class player. Um, I mean, he was good at his position, obviously playing for Barcelona, but you know, he, you know, and now he turns out to be a really good manager. I don't know yeah. Jer- if Jurgen Klopp was a player. Um, he was, he was, uh, I believe it was actually for, uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it was actually for Martin Gladbach, I think. Let me see. Hold on. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. But anyways, also we've had proven history of players that like, 
you may have been great at the game, but you didn't actually weren't that great as far as coach. Um, you know, so it, it's been kind of one of those things. Like if, if you're kind of a middle road type player, you end up being a good manager. So that's just the, yeah. my little takeaway from that. But, um, I think at this point, DC United just needs to try something different. Uh, you know, fix what, whatever's causing this, this club issue, build a culture. And I mean, if you're going to start new, why not start with a, a guy that a lot of, a lot of players, you would say respect him because, you know, it's Wayne Rooney. We know what he's done for England. We, we know what he's done for, for Manchester United. You know how his early beginnings with Everton and, and all that good stuff. So, I mean, why not take a flower with Wayne Rooney? See what he can do with the club. Uh, but at the same time, you know, make sure you give him what he needs to at least give this team a fighting chance. Right now, they're at the bottom. So at this point, all you have left is to go up. So I think this is, uh, it's like one of those things that like kind of at this moment, both team, both parties need each other. Wayne Rooney needs to prove people that he's not a terrible manager, which, you know, Derby County doesn't, ha- didn't help his cause. And DC United needs to find a way to get themselves back to their glory years in the MLS. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, those, that was back in the day when they had, remember they had the bat? As, no, was that, was that DC? They had the bat as the mascot? I'm not sure. Or was that the, no, that was the Tampa, was it Tampa? I can't remember, man. I, it's mm. a long, long time ago. It's about the Wizards. There you go, yeah. Yeah, that was that Tampa Bay. Tampa was Bay that Miami? Mutiny? Miami Mutiny? No, I think it was Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. No, I don't think it was Miami. I think. Let me see. My, the Mutiny. I think it was. I think it was Miami. Hmm. I don't think so, lad. Well, well anyways, but yeah. Tampa Bay Mutiny. Oh yeah, it was Tampa Bay. Yeah, I know they had with a bat. I know that. I forgot much. they had Balderrama. Yeah, they did. They also had Nick, uh, a young Nick Romando. But yeah, I mean, that was a blast. Well, looks like I, I, yeah, let's say I was like, I, I think I made Hector go all the way to the past. Yeah, that was a, that was a good one. That was a good good name drop. But yeah. So, all right. Now that you heard my thoughts, ever what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, honestly, I like you said, I don't think it's his fault either. Like for them to be so down, I think I think Rooney will actually help out. Maybe that that time away from DC, you know, did did help a little bit. Um, Hopefully, you can understand what a Tam and Tam and Gam are, because I still have no fucking idea what that is. Um, so. <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm telling you, like, it, it takes time. It, it, it takes time. It's not going to be overnight. The only the thing that I could say about MLS is that you know, I, I guess you could say that the boards and stuff, I think, are a little bit patient when it comes to managers and stuff. Like, they don't just, oh, hey, you lost ten games. All right, we got to get we got to get rid of you. Like, you lost five games. All right, we got to get rid of you. Like, no, they're actually they're like, okay, we're going to wait it out to the next season. And then they'll actually be willing to work with him. I, I really think so. Not just because of his name, but they're actually more, how do I say, uh, 
they're more they're more understanding, I guess, of them not understanding like, hey, I got to get these players into, into where I need them to, you know, like uh, uh, positions, uh, shape, whatever. And, you know, it's not like, oh, you get to go to like Manchester United and they're like, hey, here's a fucking squad that you can do basically anything with and they're still fucking losing. You know, so it's like, you know, I think, I think it's gonna, it's gonna, I think it's gonna be a good thing. It's gonna, it's a good move. All right. All right. All right. It's debate time. This debate is brought to you by Audible. Audible is a great website. So you guys, website or app, depending where you're using it from, that provides you a large library of audiobooks that you can listen to at your convenience. Make sure you guys go ahead and use our link, audibletrial.com slash insert name FC podcast. So you can go ahead and get yourself a 30 day free trial. Once again, thank you for Audible for being our partners for your debate topic. All right, Edward. Yeah. Robert Lewandowski out of Bayern yes. Munich, now at Barcelona. Yes. How impactful is Robert Lewandowski's departure? Not only in those it's leagues, but just overall in the whole scheme of soccer right now. Right now? Oh, man. Honestly, I mean, he's not. Like, if you think about it, I think it was like, what, 2015, 2016? I can't remember. Or uh, when Pep was the manager and he scored those five goals in nine minutes. Like, that right there, I'll be honest, like, that, that was, that's prime Lewandowski. Like, that, he moved. I'm not saying that he can't move now. It's just, um, you know, with age, you know, it comes a little bit of a slowness, you know. But at the same time, it's like, he's still been scoring goals. Like, dude, like, he, he's so hardcore. I think it's really gonna, it is gonna impact, uh, Bayern Munich a lot for him to basically leave, you know, so that, that they basically have to deal with, okay, we basically don't have star striker anymore. They basically have to work. And it's not saying like, oh, they're going to suffer. No, they just basically have to work around it and they have the players to do so. It's just going to be pretty difficult for them to try to replace Lewandowski. And then for Barca, I mean, that's, I think they're, they're, they're bolstering their attack. Like they're increasing their attack now. Like mm-hmm. it's, uh, I want to say, I'm not going to say, uh, let's put it, let's put a comparison. I was talking to a friend of mine. His comparison to me right now is like Slatan, except Slatan was like, I can do everything on my own. Like I will shoot from far away. I will try everything. And this is when Slatan wasn't even like old, you know, this was, and then he still ended up not shining as bright, like as Messi, as Henry, like in Barcelona, as a whole, like, but I feel like Lewandowski is more of a team player. So I think he will fit into the scheme of things. It's just, he's going to have more of the, of the chances to score. Cause I think he's a, he's a poacher, but he's also a finisher. Like he's a critical finisher. Like he'll, he'll somehow shoot the ball with his, with his knee or his thigh. If he has to, like, it's like whatever comes his way, like he wants to shoot it towards Cole. And if he has a chance, he'll take it. But he's actually done like assists as well, like to Mueller, you know? So it's not like, oh, I'm going to keep the ball to myself and then I'm going to do everything. No, like, I think he understands the process and the team building. You know, so I think I think it's a good 
it, it's a good thing for Barca, but I think Bayern's going to be, they're not going to be suffering. It's just going to be hard for them to maintain. For all we know, like, they might get scored and they're like, damn it, we need the striker to score now. Like, you know, you already know in, in the Bundesliga, Lewandowski was sending in the goalie and the guest defense. They were already like, well, damn, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's, that's, that's my thoughts on it. I, I think, I think, um, La Liga gets their start. You know, we talked about how Mbapp, you know, we, you know, when Mbappe chose to stay with PSG, um, over Real Madrid and how La Liga was very furious to the point where they were trying to sue PSG, which that sounds super stupid. Uh, but <laughs> it just makes no sense. There's nothing. How, wait, how can you sue a guy for choosing to play elsewhere? Um, right. Or staying with the club he's with. Um, it's, it, it's, not, it's not like it hasn't happened before. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, not like so, it hasn't happened before. Like at the last minute, you know, oh, look what happened last season with, with Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. I mean, I get that. But the main reason why it was because obviously, you know, La Liga needs a star player. They lost Messi. They lost Ronaldo. Um, Kareem Benzema obviously can get certain people exciting, but get excited, but he's not necessarily. And it's just because obviously he's been on Ronaldo's shadow for so long that people would kind of forget. And then plus also didn't help that he was part of that stupid blackmail scandal. But, um, but with Robert Lewandowski, you know, he, he's this, Top finisher. Everyone says he should have won the uh, the, the Ballon d'Or twice at this point, but you know he didn't. Um, but now there's the pressure also for Lewandowski because now he he does have that spotlight now. Like yeah. you can say what you want that oh yeah, Bayern Munich. He he had attention. I was like yeah, but Bayern Munich was the only no offense to Borussia Dortmund, RB Leipzig, and and anybody else in, in the Bundesliga. But he knew Bayern Munich was going to win the Bundesliga every year and. Robert Lewandowski was definitely one of those big reasons why. Um, so now it's like, well, let's see what you can do in a more competitive league than the Bundesliga. Not saying that La Liga is any more competitive because it's, it's Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid and Barcelona, but you know, more than there was just one team competing in yeah. it. And any exactly. of these teams can ruin your season also in La Liga. Um, oh yeah, like even the small teams. Remember, we always talked about it. We we're like, oh crap! Like this is the ones that are always at the end. Like they somehow have the freaking yeah, Hetafe, Las Palmas. Remember uh, Las Palmas? It's like the teams you don't expect. Like Cadiz. for them to oh Cadiz. Um, and they just oh, got into La Liga. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. They just like, got the into is like, La Liga. Oh, you know, like you're like, you're like thinking, oh. you're like thinking, you're thinking, they're not. Yeah, you're not. You're thinking they're not gonna make it, but you're like, it's not gonna be a hard game. And next, you know, it's like they they pull all the stops, and you're just like, what the hell is going on? Like, what is going? How are they tearing through the defense? And then they play against another, like another, like that same team plays against another, you know, team of their caliber, and it's like, oh crap, they got bombarded, like three to three zero, four zero, and then you're like, how come Real Madrid or Barcelona couldn't do that? Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, the spotlight is going to be now Robert Lewandowski. So now the pressure is on. You're going to be watched, especially now because, no, yeah, he's going to be the star he, of La Liga. He's going to, he, okay, let me put it this way. He's going to be watched in the team that is the most controversial in La Liga right now because, for one, you got, right now, you got the bad publicity with Piquet and the Shakira deal. 
And then also you also have the bad publicity of like, hey, these guys are in debt. So they're basically selling their kidneys in order to try to get out of the debt. But they also have like, we're also buying all these players. Everybody's wondering where the hell is this money coming from? And then, you know, it's not like a, it's not like a good publicity. It's not like, oh, wow, they paid off all their debt. Now they're buying. Now they're buying um, like all these players, you know, on the you know, legit, like instead of like, hey, these are all variables, add-ons, yada, yada, yada. Like, where's the money coming from? So it's like a bunch of like conspiracies as well. And then like La Liga Fair Play, you know, all, all, all kinds of stuff, all kinds of different stuff. So it's not like, like you said, it, the spotlight is on him. But it's like in a good way for him to be like, okay, let's see what he can do. But also in a negative way, as in like you're playing for this club who basically is homeless. Like there's, you guys are selling everything, your naming rights, um, copyrights or certain things like imaging rights, all kinds of different stuff just to make ends meet. I'm like, man. Yeah. It feels like, okay. It's a, it's a, it's a lot of pressure for Lewandowski because he's, He's essentially going to come in here to lead this team, if you if you really think about it. Because I mean, this Barcelona team is is very young. Um, besides PK, um, oh God, who do you think is going to be the captain? Um, oh shoot, um, wow, this team is really young. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, so. <laughs> I mean, um, Gavi Gavi was the captain of Barcelona B, I believe. And, and, yeah, but uh, he wouldn't be the captain of, of, of Barcelona. Busquets, right now. I guess, so it's gonna be well, the Busquets, one. Yeah, back. Busquets is the captain. Actually, yeah, it might be Busquets. So, um, but I can see, I can see maybe you know they'll probably still give it to PK. Um, Jordi yeah. Alba, Jordi Alba is probably also like a vice captain. They might make Robert Lewandowski a vice captain because of his experience, because he's he's gonna be the next most experienced player besides Ter Stegen. Um, as long as long as they don't pull, like I'm gonna be honest with you. Let me tell you something. Like Barcelona has really fucked up with all their players that have like given basically their whole lives to the team. Uh, yeah. And then like next, you know, it's like as long as okay, Lewandowski is a big name, but let him not be like 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 Kevin Prince Boateng. They're like, oh, okay, we bought him for a season, and now you know, okay, we want to get rid of him. Like, dude, give the guys a chance, man. Like. Oh, like it's so, just so annoying where they're like, oh yeah, we're going to go ahead and, you know, buy this player for a shitload of money. He's only going to do like maybe one or two things different. And then next, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, we're good. Like, bro, like the fuck? So now the thing is with me, with, with Bayern Munich. So on the other side is Bayern Munich is now you lost your most critical finisher, like you said, in Robert Lewandowski. And that is really, really hard to replace. Like it doesn't like you're not gonna find another guy like Robert Lewandowski. He is literally a once in a lifetime type of striker. Like you're you're not gonna you're not gonna see another one like that. Uh, maybe maybe Erling Haaland if he stays healthy. Um, and, and, and so like that's like the the, the 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 real challenge is who do you who can you, who can you get right now or do you have somebody right now because you've been stealing a lot of young players. Like let's let's be honest, Bayern Munich's been doing that for quite some time. Is there somebody that's prime and ready to step up? Because, you know, like, like kind of like I said before, like when you take Robert Lewandowski out of Bayern Munich, they're still a really good team, but they're beatable. Yeah. And, and now Bayern, Bayern Munich is still Bayern Munich. Like they still have loads of talent, but they're, 
kind of looking a little bit more beatable now. Like this is the time now if you're RB Leipzig, if you're Borussia Dortmund to like step your game up because this is probably your best chance at, at, at taking on Bayern Munich to make a real, this probably be the most, this will probably be the closest race that we'll see with Bayern Munich. Knock on wood. I don't know if it's going to happen or not because, you know, it was, it's still Bayern Munich, but yep. this is probably going to be the closest, the, a closer race than we've seen before in the Bundesliga. Like I don't see, I can't, I, I don't think we're going to see Bayern Munich winning the Bundesliga like a month before the season's over. Kind of yep. thing. We might see it a little bit closer and it's probably just because now Bayern Munich looks a little bit more beatable now, now that Robert Lewandowski is in there. Not saying that this team but, isn't talented, but. Robert Lewandowski is definitely what makes them indestructible. But, but I was going to tell you, with the Sadio Mane thing, you know, they have the speed and so they may they change the speed, their game up but they a don't bit. have the accuracy. Yeah. I mean, Sadio Mane scores goals. I'm not saying that he doesn't, but like, he's not as good as a goal scorer as Robert Lewandowski. He's still a good if, goal if anything, if anything, what's going to happen, I think, is that Thomas Mueller is basically going to take that spot. Like, Lewandowski spot, and then they're probably going to put Mane on the wing along with Sané. It's a, it's a thought. We'll see what happens, but I think it, yeah. it's going to be interesting, um, for sure, with, with Bayern Munich. Because like I said, they just became beatable now. Yeah. Not not like a huge percentage, but they are not beatable. No, I mean, I mean, like, yeah, like by one goal or you know. Like, stuff like I mean, that. the only thing, and I mean, literally, the only thing that could like keep Bayern Munich from like, hey, we might have to like play a little harder once when we have to deal with Borussia Dortmund or 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 RB Leipzig or Borussia Mönchengladbach or Hoffenheim is even even Frankfurt is, is if you go get Cristiano Ronaldo. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, and I know they already denied the rumors of them, them going after Cristiano Ronaldo, but come on. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> unless there's another player. Uh, another, I mean, there's there's a lot of top strikers. You can go get another t- uh, top striker. It's just, once again, not at the level of, of Robert Lewandowski. The closest thing to Robert Lewandowski would be Cristiano Ronaldo. So... And it's just because Cristiano Ronaldo hasn't been a striker as long as Robert Lewandowski has. And so, yeah. so that's my reason. Um, I think you and me are kind of on the same boat. I think that the, like the pressure is now on Robert Lewandowski. He came, he went to Barcelona for one reason, one reason only is that he wants to spotlight. He wants to prove that he's a ball door winner. Um, that's what I was about to tell you too. I was about to tell you, I was like, do you think that now that he's in Barcelona, that if he performs, let's put this, let's put it this way. If he performs the same way that he did with Bayern Munich and he pulls goals out of his sleeves, out of his leg, whatever, like, you know, he scores that many goals. Do you think that now he will be taken as a serious competitor, as a serious contender of the Ballon d'Or? I think so. Or FIFA player of the, or FIFA player of the year. Like now, I, the, 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 you know, I think he did win FIFA player of the year, actually. He did, but that's the thing. It's like he won FIFA Player of the Year, but it's like I think they changed it from Ballon d'Or to that. I mean, it's still Ballon d'Or. There's the Ballon d'Or, and then there's the FIFA Player of the Year. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, I but think he will just, be taking it as a the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, I mean, it also helps now that the Ballon d'Or is now season specific, not not year specific. 
Um, not the Robert, not the Roosevelt Spencer Player of the Year award. That's also still based on the year. Um, <laughs> but I think that's worth more. It's worth more. It's worth a lot more. Robert Lewandowski is the first winner. You know what? You should get your. You should get that. Our, our, uh, Roosevelt's. Uh, you know, you should get Spencer's face tatted on you, like like Jose Mourinho got his trophy tatted on him. Oh, uh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's gonna be like well, I'm okay. I'm good. Uh, but yeah, no, like yeah, the this is now like it's it's proven it's proven time now. Can Robert Lewandowski do it in another league? Because he's only been killing Bundesliga his whole career so far. I mean, I think he's I think he played in Poland, but but you know, like since he went to Borussia Dortmund, he's just been killing uh, the yeah. Bundesliga. So I mean. Can he do that in La Liga? It's a different league. It's a, it's a whole, di- you know, it's a little bit more competitive than what the Bundesliga is. Well, now you could probably say the Bundesliga is now a little bit more competitive, but, um, we'll, we'll see what happens with him because I think it's going to be really inter- interesting. Um, obviously you're very excited about it because this is your guy going to your club. So, and I'm sure a lot of people are excited as well. Even at his age, he's still going to be good. So, Hell yeah, he's a striker, like, so. I mean, you got to think about it. Luis, Luis Suarez was what? 33 when he left and he was still had those moves. He still had that back heel goal and everything. I think that's also the other thing for Barcelona is that they they now found the replacement for, for Luis Suarez. Yeah. I mean, they, they tried with so. Bray White. They, they tried. <sighs> but all right, so that is our debate topic. Once again, go ahead and check out audibletrial.com slash insert name FC podcast for a free 30-day trial with Audible. We're going to go ahead and take a break, and then we'll get going with our final recap of Neymar, The Perfect Chaos. Yo, Edward, I'm digging that jersey. Where did you get it? Thanks. I got it at Fanatics.com. What's Fanatics? Fanatics is your one-stop shop of all things sports. You can get the gear of all your favorite teams. Even NASCAR? Even NASCAR. If you shop using our link, not only will you be getting swagged out, but you will also be supporting Insert Name FC and the Unhinged Sports Network. Nice. I'm going to start shopping now. And we're back. All right. Neymar, The Perfect Chaos, Episode 3. This is Paris. Quick summary. As tensions rise with PSG, Neymar takes a step back to rediscover his love for the game and to make a difference in many lives back in his hometown. Oh, yeah. So we felt that we probably got like a good conclusion from from the second episode, but it, yeah, you had to remember that there was obviously after one season with PSG, Neymar won it out, uh, and, and so that kind of goes to our my first question in the, from this episode is, I mean, obviously injuries you know affected him that first season with PSG, but uh, what why do you think he wanted to get why he wanted to go back to Barcelona? Uh, I think it had to do a lot with um, how do I put this? It was a lot of the negative, the negative uh, press, and a lot of the negativity that's going on even around in his personal life. So it was hard. It's like what he had the the rape, the rape allegations and stuff. So then, um, so yeah, I mean, he had that stuff going on for him, and everything. No, oh, yeah, I think I think that's definitely the the it, like it just came in with like a dark cloud of of like how how rough it was at, at Paris, and, you know, just overall like you know he's got like 
you know, fans being kind of, you know, every, it's like everything he does is like, it, it, it's not good enough for, for the PSG fans. Um, you know, the media is going to be over him. Obviously the, the rape allegations happened. Um, and then he's just not staying healthy. Like he's getting injured. I think probably more than we've ever seen him ever experience injuries like that. Cause I think he was, he's been, he was pretty healthy at Barcelona. Um, so, you know, it's all, it's all different to him. And, and maybe, you know, because of all that, you know, obviously he's kind of losing that passion for the game. Uh, because, you know, he's, you know, once again, it's just a game and he, he wants to remember like that. You know, that's kind of one of the things about Neymar's game is when he's fluid and, and just going with the motion. He's, he's a dangerous player with the ball, especially as a dribbler. Um, and then, you know, once he finds his opportunity, he's just going to sink it in the back of the net. It's usually how we see Neymar. But, um, you know, obviously he, he says he wants to go back to Barcelona and, and that causes a rift with the fans. And, and, you know, the first match of the season, um, you know, there, you know, after, after what happened with, 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 with the fan, you know, with him wanting out. Um, and he is just getting booed. Like, I mean, it is going, you know, really hard with the booing. Like they're, you know, call, calling him a son of a bitch. Um, which I think, I think is like, I'm glad kind of that they showed that. And the reason why is because, you know, obviously there's so many people that are criticizing, you know, Latin based fans that they, they, you know, they shout out cuss words and, you know, it's inappropriate for children. The children are there. And it's like, there's proof right there. It's happening in France. Like it's right there. You can see it. You know, they were saying, you know, he's a son of a bitch. I mean, I knew that, you know, obviously the translations help, but it all, you know, French, Spanish, it's also kind of a correlation. So I learned that Buta is, is actually pretty similar in France. So that was one thing I took away from it. But, but, uh, yeah, the fans were, were, you know, obviously, like I said, he said, he said he wanted to go back to Barcelona. The PSG fans were not happy to hear that and they just start booing him at the game. Um, but I, I guess as a fan perspective, do you feel like they're, that, that they have every right to boo? Neymar for not wanting to be in their club? I mean, as a fan perspective, I can understand. I can see it, you know, like, but the thing is, like, he was getting the ball, and as soon as he was getting the ball, he was always getting booed. Um, he was getting pushed around and stuff, and everybody was saying he's flopping. He's a flopper. I mean, there was so much shit going on. Like I said, there was a lot of shit going on with him. No, yeah, um, and, and obviously, we're, this is the 2019-2020 season. Um, so we, we had to, we had to relive a, a huge tragedy that happened it, actually like before the pandemic even started. And, yeah. uh, and it was the, the passing of Kobe Bryant. Um, which was, you know, obviously an idol to Neymar. You know, you know, he's yeah. obviously at that time, Neymar was a Nike athlete. So, and obviously Kobe's with Nike. So, you know, he, they did some commercials with each other. Obviously, we all know Kobe's a huge fan of soccer. Um, and, and, you know, he's, he has like a lot of, uh, relationships with a lot of soccer players, Messi and Neymar being one of two of those guys. Um, but, you know, you, you, you heard what Neymar was talking about when he was saying, you know, kind of speaking on, on Kobe, well, you know, on his feelings on Kobe. And, you know, he, do you feel like there was a switch? There was like a, a, a connection between, you know, kind of reflecting on Kobe's death and how Neymar kind of turned himself around 
to get back to being that that player? Yeah, I, I think so. Like he, it, it, it hit something. It, it hit a nerve inside of him, and it kind of put things into perspective. Because, like, I mean, he talked to him. He hung out with him. They, they even played basketball. They even did like shots together, like you know, basketball shots and stuff. Like they were doing like little, uh, like maybe one on ones. But it was like friendly. You already know. And then, like you said, you know. Kobe was a was a fan of soccer and stuff, and he uh, it, it, very sad. Like the passing was very very sad. And, and you know, for people that are like, you know, because you know, I, 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 you know, we we I heard it. You know, some people were like, "Man, why are you guys getting so emotional over over a guy you never knew?" And it's just that it's one one. It's Kobe Bryant. Like it, it like one. You know, screw you for for telling someone how to feel, but like, do you know it? It when you grew up watching this person and you you not just watch them play, but you learn about their work ethic and their approach to to how you know how they approach anything in the world, whether it's just basketball, um, business, work, life, family. Like when you hear people's approach, and that's what Kobe was. Kobe was the guy, first guy to show up. You know. First guy entered the entered the building, last guy to leave, kind of mentality. Still was a great father. Still, you know, all these things that you know. Oh, generally just a great human being. From what everyone's been saying, yeah, he's he's competitive, but in a in a healthy sense, you know, is because he wants it, and that's why what made him one of the best to have ever done it. And so, but you know, someone as iconic as that person, of course, when they leave, even if you never actually met the guy. It's they gonna, leave, it's so, gonna, they leave it's something gonna, it, behind. It left a mark, and so like that's what Kobe's passing did. And I think a lot of people felt very similar. I mean, like, shoot, I I knew I knew I when when I got the when I saw the notification that Kobe passed, it was, you know, it was like everything just stopped because this was a guy that, like, this was my generation, Dude, Michael whole, Jordan. The whole the whole world stopped. Like, it literally, like, I was at work, and every, when everybody heard that, they were like, "No way!" Everybody was basically stopping. To try to find out what exactly happened, if it was false, maybe it was one of those rumors where they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, like it, it, the, the celebrity death hoax," you know, like mm-hmm. those those. That's what they were trying to figure out if that was that, and shit, you know, it wasn't. So, no, yeah, exactly, and that's what it was. And, um, but yeah, you you could definitely see the correlation where Neymar kind of reflects. And, and kind of remembers Kobe's mentality, that Mamba mentality that everyone speaks on. And I think, yeah, yeah that's when he flipped the switch and he was like, I'm playing. And so, you know, obviously, once again, this is 2020. You know, this is kind of, this is, you know, Kobe's death. This is before the pandemic. So, like, now things are kind of catching up to, like, where we are now. Um, and if you remember, this is, this is the run. PSG, you know, Finally has their opportunity to make a deep run for the Champions League final. And obviously they came short, they lost to Bayern Munich. Um I think well, you Neymar be- was injured at and, and Neymar was injured at the time too, because he was watching the game at home. So he couldn't even go to the final. He played. Was he playing? I can't remember. Uh, was he injured? Yeah, he was injured. I think that was around the time where Oh yeah, he was injured. That's when he got tackled and uh, 
He, he oh no, he was uh running. I think he was like he was running with the ball, and then he just fell because he snapped something, and that's why everybody basically stopped playing, and then he had to leave. Like they they said that he was out for the for the rest of the Champions League. Because I think it was in the either the corner final that he got injured or the semifinal. And then even even Taylor no, Silva was like, did he play? Yeah, he played. Oh I was man, say, I know, I know he played that game. Man, because I could have sworn I thought that was the one that he got injured in, like uh-huh. where he he was moving around with the ball, and then when he touched the ball, it's like I think he stepped wrong, and so he just he just fell to the floor. Uh, I don't know, I don't know what happened there, but I mean, no, he 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 played in that final, but obviously, you know. We, I, I've said it a few times. I don't necessarily know if we should really count the 2020 Champions League final just because of the fact that, like, that's when they took they got they took off the the second leg matches. It was just a one game playoff um, after after the round of 16 because obviously the round of 16 the first legs were already played. So they're like, okay, we'll play the second legs, and then after that it's going to be one game a one game playoff. Um, yeah. So that was already pretty different, which helps because right because. You win that game. All you have to do is just win that game. You don't have to worry about, oh man, like you know, we got to maintain our lead or, oh crap, if, if we're down three goals, well, we got to find a way to you know to get to get caught up in the game. You know, things like that. Like that takes that out of that pressure out of the way. Now you just got to focus on this one game. You know, beat your opponent and move on to the next to the next round, um, which you could say was beneficial for PSG because they haven't been able. I mean, they've been to the semifinal, but they haven't been close to a final ever since. Um, <laughs> And so they make it to the final. They obviously have to play against Bayern Munich, which is funny how somehow this Robert Lewandowski comes into this conversation. So he didn't score the goal. Yeah, actually, Kinsley Coleman was the one that scored the winning goal for that one. Um, yeah. But I honestly still say that 2020 Champions League, I think it's kind of like a little bit of an asterisk just because it was, it was weird. I understand like props given that they still played during the, pan, you know, when the pandemic was going on. And that, that was like that was like when the stadiums are all shut, so we had to actually watch it through the TV. There was nobody there. Literally, empty-ass stadium, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, even the, the, so, pre- the trophy presentation was just weird. Like, honestly, all, like, the tro- uh-huh. all the trophy presentations that year, the 2020, the, like, at the end of the 2020 season, the 2019-2020 season, like, just the fact that there was no fans in the stadium, and it was just, it was like, just watch it, like, just watching guys lift the trophy up to like nobody um, was it, it. It just seems awkward. But um, I guess I'll ask this question to you. I mean, you, I think everybody knows that how I feel about the 2020 Champions League final. Even if it's even though Bayern Munich won it, was if PSG won the Champions League final in 2020, would you have felt that it counted? It counts. Mm, honestly, I, I think I was rooting for PSG because they were the underdogs compared to like Bayern. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, you're, I mean, you're right. No matter who won it, there was an asterisk because I think it's like both teams had players that were out because of COVID. You know, they, they were out. They weren't, they weren't all in. Like they weren't, there was no they fans weren't playing with their, yeah, there was no fans. Like I think that would have made it a, a big deal. I mean, if you're a PSG fan, this is the first uh, Champions League trophy. So. Obviously, it, it it you would count it. I mean, I, I ain't gonna yeah. lie to y'all. Like I, the Lakers won the their the twenty twenty NBA championship. I, I even though, even though it was a bubble trophy and it probably shouldn't really count. It, I I think it counts. 
<laughs> but, but also, I could also understand why it doesn't count. Because there's no fans. There's no, yeah, it, it, that's kind of one of those things. But um, just 2020 in general was just weird. I mean, you can at least make an argument for like the, you know, like the, the you know, the English Premier League and the La Liga and Bundesliga just because of the fact that like you already played the first half of the season. So maybe you can make an argument. Obviously, this is also where like kind of our Barcelona kind of starts falling off a bit in 2020. Um, you could say that's where it all started. Because uh, yeah. they had a very commanded lead in La Liga, and then they just let it slip away. Um, but but yeah, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, PSG uh, ends up not being able to win it. But you see the support, like you know, now everybody loves Neymar again, which is always the 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 funny thing about about this world is that like, especially in sports, is like people will instantly forget all the things that you've done if you're winning. Um, like mm-hmm. prime example. Um, this is baseball, but like, you know, Robert, uh, Roberto Osuna. Um, um, if you guys don't know, Roberto Osuna was a closing pitcher, uh, at the time with the Toronto Blue Jays. The Astros traded for him, but it was controversial because of the fact that Roberto Osuna was currently facing a trial for domestic abuse. Um, and so a lot of fans were like, I mean, Astros fans were just, like, there was, there was like very mixed feelings because obviously he was a really good closing pitcher, but at the same time, you know, he's, He's, he's being, and it's not even like he, we weren't, we don't know if he did it or not. He settled out of court. So we really don't know if he did it or not. Um, but you know, like he's, oh, he's a domestic abuser. He's a woman beater. So like there was that half of the, of the fans that were just uncomfortable with him there. Um, and once again, like I'm, I'm one of those guys that are innocent until proven guilty unless there's evidence like, you know, Mason Greenwood that like proves that, yeah, that guy did it. Um, with Robert Roberto Osuna, you really didn't know what happened. You really didn't. You don't really. You weren't there, so you're not sure exactly how that happened. But I was one of the people that was actually glad that we got him because you know he's a good pitcher. But like my point is, is that once he came in and started closing out games and and helping the Astros win games, everybody instantly forgot about the the domestic abuse trial until you know the court case finally came to, that he needed to go to, um, and and then that's when. They're like, oh yeah, no, we're good, we're happy. Like everybody's an Astros fan after all, kind of thing. And it's kind of like one of those things for me. Like, with, with I'm not saying that Neymar did anything like anything that bad because he, he doesn't do that. But obviously, with the fact that he is the way he is, the fact that he wanted out of PSG to go back to Barcelona, the 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 fact that you know he he goes out and parties and people are like, no, you need to focus and practice and watch film. It's like, like you know, he's still like that's the thing that was crazy to me. He's like, he's still this good player. Yes, he goes and does like the extracurricular activities that maybe you don't want him to be doing. But at the end of the day, as long as you show up on the, it, this is probably like the old school '80s soccer mentality that comes in from you, from for me and Edward. Uh, but as long as you show up like alive to practice, I think I'm I'm okay with you. <laughs> like <laughs> the, the Diego Maradona mentality, <laughs> just pretty much. As, as long as you get here alive and functionable, we're okay. <laughs> um. And some, and if you're if you're talking about Diego Maradona, sometimes he wasn't that functional, but but hey, he he was there and he won matches. Um, so I mean, like, so that was just kind of one of those those things that I kind of thought was funny. With interesting was that all of a sudden people were praising his name again. Um, kind of you know wins the crowd over, kind of similar to like in Rocky, when the when the Russians were booing were booing Rocky and then they started cheering for him at the end. Uh, it was just kind yeah. of the, the feeling I got at that moment. Uh, but, you know, talking about him trying to rediscover his love for soccer, 
And you kind of like see it as he's like watching, you know, kind of being able to spend time with his kid and just playing with his kid. Um, and, and, uh, and so, you know, how, how, how hard do you think it was to like for Neymar to like finally like find his roots back and to like rediscover why he loves playing soccer? Mm. I mean, it, I think it was just just everything that really happened to him. It was a. Uh, I think I think uh, you know, Messi going to PSG actually helped. I mean, yeah. him being him being that playmaker. Like, I think him getting the fans back on his side that helped a lot as well. Um, you know, his friends, um, even, even I hate to say like his dad, you know, I think that helped out too. Cause like him being not as pushy, I guess you could say. Yeah. I mean, he got, he kind of mentioned it like, you know, whatever his client wants to do, that's what he has to do. <laughs> he has to support. But he's like, I'm here to support my client. And I'm like, just say you're a kid, you dick. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> So, like, I guess my question is to you is, uh, what, you know, we, you and me both felt that this episode, maybe we did it, this, uh, this, this documentary series didn't need a third episode. But now after watching the third episode, do you feel like this episode was needed? Yeah. I mean, it, it, it actually does make a conclusion for what happened, you know, like for what, uh, for what's going on and stuff. So I think it's okay. Like, I yep. think it was, it was a good, a good way with, to end it. And so obviously the, it ends with, with Neymar buying the stadium, buying that soccer field that he once used to sneak into to play at, which is now, I guess, a, a school. I think that's what it was like, or like a, a, a like a youth center, um, that anybody could come in and, and, you know, play and all that. Um, you know, and which is the, you know, obviously, it, it, you know, it goes back to his roots in Brazil and it kind of ends it. With what he, you know, him giving back to where he comes from in Brazil. Um, so, with that being said, how satisfied were you with this ending? Yeah, I mean, I, I uh, it was a, uh, it was good. Uh, yeah. All right. So that is Neymar, the perfect chaos. Uh, we'll, we'll not, we'll, we'll, we'll wait on. We'll probably do like in not this 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 coming episode, but the following episode will. We'll do uh, the Barcelona documentary because everyone really wants to do that one. So we'll, we'll give ourselves two weeks to, to watch it. I don't think it's, I hope it's just one up, one long movie, not a documentary. I think so. No, I think so. But yeah, we'll find out. But so we're, we're going to watch a Barcelona. more Barcelona. So that's great. Uh, yeah. So, all right, our games to recap. What's your game to recap? So my game to recap is actually. So, uh, I'm coming over to MLS, kind of like, you know, on your side of the pond. Uh, Houston Dynamo beat San Jose Earthquake 2-1. to one. So, yeah, I'm coming to the MLS. Um, I will say, Edward, this was a gamble for you. <laughs> yeah, it really was. Like, all right, so, I mean, so anyone... So, either, so, either way, either so, way, either so, way. So for some people to, to understand, Edward, like, when, because, you know, Edward... Text me his like players of the you know his player of the week and and his game that he wants to to recap. The game hadn't started yet. <laughs> the game was that was like the game started like at eight thirty. He texted this to me to like at six. 
He's like, this is my game to recap. And I was yeah, just like, yeah. hey, this game hasn't even been played yet. I was like, this is a huge gamble. But you know what? Hey, it paid off for it. <laughs> but anyways, uh, proceed. Yeah, so... Um, so, yeah, San Jose beat... I'm sorry, Houston Dynamo beat San Jose Earthquakes 2-1. to one. Um, San Jose had 51% of the possession, so it was kind of a close match when it came to the possession. And, but San Jose outshot Dynamo 16 shots to 13. Six of those were on shot for San Jose, and four of those were on shot for Dynamo. So, yeah, so San Jose goals, um, Jackson Uel, Uel, for at the 53rd minute, and then the Dynamo goals is Sebastian Ferreira, Terli Flor, Wolfarson on the 76th minute. Worth the word. So, um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's, that's the worst the word. The word. But, yeah. Uh, what's your game to recap, Hector? Well, I want to touch up on this game because this is, uh, like, one, I'm happy that Hector Herrera, this is his first, like, start for the Dynamo. He's been coming off the bench. It, you know, he got he came off the bench for the, uh, for the Texas Derby, and then against Austin, he came off in, in at the, at he came in in the second half. So, he started the whole game. He was actually wearing the captain's armband. Um, I know a lot of people kind of were, well, I don't think anybody was against it. I think it's clear that a lot of the Dynamo players like respect and listen to what Hector Herrera says on the team. So it makes sense that he is the captain of the Houston Dynamo. Um, and I'm actually not against it at all either. It, what the Dynamo have needed ha- have been missing is a, is a leader in, on the field and Hector Herrera has proven to be that leader in just a very few amount of weeks that he's been with the team. So I'm, I've, and once again, I'm still impressed of what I'm seeing with Hector Herrera. He's just, he's just a good player. Um, I didn't like that Sebastian Ferrer did not start this game. Um, I understand that he's probably, you know, everyone's going to see. And once again, it's one of those issues that you see that you see how much the team is paid, paid to get this player. And he's not, it's not that he's not producing. I think it's the fact that he doesn't have service. For him, so you know, it's kind of hard to be a goal scorer when you're not getting passes, especially when Fafa is is honestly you know really pissing me off every time I watch him play. He's super fast, and it's so great to see that. But he he's just not that good one v one at all. Like he needs to work on his dribbling, uh, big time. But um, but I mean, obviously, the fact that they stayed in it, like they were down one to nothing. Um, luckily, Spashford comes in the second half and scores a goal as soon as he comes onto the field. And then Thor also scores a goal. It, it was just great to see that, you know, the Dynamo stayed in it. And I, that's something I think that Hector Herrera is helping is changing the mentality of this team. Um, so I, I honestly was really happy to watch the game. I stayed up late. I had to go and work early the next day, but it was worth it because it was great to see Dynamo play with a quality win. Yep. All right, so my game to recap is Atlas beating Cruz Azul 3-2. Atlas had 68% of the possession. Cruz Azul outshot uh, Atlas 18-13, to and shots were actually even on target 4-4. to I'm going to say this, Edward. I will not be against if this is the final for Liga America. Okay. It's been so much fun watching Atlas and Cruz Azul play against each other. So if this is the final for the Apertura, I am all for it. I think this is 
if, if I just need to see them play one more time, at least for the uh, for the apertura. Yeah. All right. Uh, players of the week, Edward. Who's your player of the week? Uh, players of the week is Marta Cardona, and I know that I went. <laughs> I went to the women's uh, women's international, uh, the European League. Um, the women's Euro. She scored the, yeah, she scored the winning goal in Spain's one zero against Denmark. So, yeah, and fun fact: I believe she plays for the Real Madrid uh, female. Uh, yeah, yeah, she does. So, thank you for, mm-hmm. for picking a Madridista. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's your uh, player of the week? My player of the week is honestly one of the smartest trades that I've seen the Dash do, and that was getting Ebony Salmon from Louisville. From Louisville. I don't know what the name of their team is. I think it's Louisville City. Anyways, Ebony Salmon is my player of the week. She scored a hat-trick in the Houston Dash's 4-1 win against the Chicago Red Stars. Um, she didn't really get to play that much, but I think, oh, it's racing Louisville. She hasn't really played that much with Racing Louisville, and uh, she comes into the dash, and I mean, instantly being an impactful player. She's, she's honestly really fun to watch. I, I I like how they're building this dash team right now. Hopefully, they can make it to the playoffs because they're really fun. But yeah, so I saw I saw your your woman player. I decided to match with another woman player as well. So <laughs> congratulations to Panta Cardona and Ebony Salmon for being our players of the week. Yeah. All right, we got some games to watch this weekend. Obviously, the Women's Euro quarterfinals is going on, so make sure you guys check that out. Like I said, we're recording this on Monday, so let's see if the score... Let me check the score right now, see if... if uh, What's going on there with the Funko Cap women. Let's see. Let's see. Um, it is still nil-nil in the in in the second half, so we'll see. We'll, we'll see. Maybe, it, maybe we can see the conclusion on that one. But also... So not this weekend, but on Monday, it will be the semifinals for the Copa America, the women's Copa America. So Monday will kick off the semifinals. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. In the MLS, we got DC United taking on Montreal. It'll be Wayne Rooney's debut. So let's go ahead and see what he has in store. It's probably not going to be much because let's face it, it seems pretty bad. Oh, but, and Austin FC, who's on top of the Western Conference, taking on New York Red Bulls. In Liga mm-hmm. Mekis, we have Tigres taking on Atlas, so I'm sure that's going to be a really good game. That's going to be that's going to be a good one. And Atlas are the underdogs. I actually bet put money on this game, so I'm betting on Atlas. <laughs> so I'm sure that's not going to bite me in the ass. And uh, Edward's beloved Pachuca taking on Pumas. Yeah. So those are some games to watch uh, to be looking forward to this coming weekend. Um, and yeah, so get ready. We're going to go ahead and take one more break, and then we'll go ahead and wrap the show up with three up, three down. Hey, it's Hector. Yo, this is Edward. And, and we, we are, are Insert Name FC. FC. Listen to us discuss news, recaps, and preview games from across the world of soccer. Catch us on unhingedsn.com on Fridays at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. We will we'll see, see you there. And we're back. All right. Um, Spencer's not sending me his three up, three down, so we'll go ahead and just it'll just be you and me, Edward. So three up, three down, and it, the topic is chips. Why okay. chips? Well, all right. So I was, so I, I was listening to part of my take. It's one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. I, I understand that technically Barstool is a competitor to Belly Sports, so this is going to be the last time I ever mention this. 
Um, so, so they they were doing this uh, a segment called "Pardon My Bake," which they got they, they got high, um, and and they were talking about how they add, they they asked somebody to go get them snacks, and they brought all he he brought them back original Pringles and original Lay's. And basically, oh. they just started bashing the guy because they're like, you know, what the hell is this? You couldn't get anything with like flavor. <laughs> and then when they asked him like, what what would he have he got? And he was like, I was thinking about getting like Tostitos and and Triscuits, and they got like super pissed off because he said that. Anyways, that was the reason why I thought it was funny, and then got me thinking of chips that I liked. So that, that, that you know, I got fat and I started thinking about chips. So that's why three up, three down is chips. So pretty pretty straightforward there. Pretty much. So, Ever, you want me to go first, or do you want to go first? Yeah, you, you can go first, bro. All right, three down for me. At number three, chili cheese Fritos. Oh, that's yeah. I, I've tasted those before. They're oh, they're all right. Is that the, the yeah? I I I, I could see why. Now you know when you it, have but... like the party mix of like chips. Yeah, that's always the last ones. Like it's always the last mm. one. Like you know, everybody grabs like the chips from there, and like the remaining ones are are chili cheese Fritos. Right, right, right. So it's usually always the last chip, <laughs> which they're not terrible, but obviously it's number three. But they're 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 just, I just don't. Yeah, definitely deserves to be on the list. Uh, my number two is Takis. Really? Well, which ones? Takis. Just yeah. Takis in general. The, yeah, just in general. I hate those chips. Damn. It's like super, it's just super powdery. Um, freaking rips the roof of your mouth. I don't see the appeal. I don't know why, why so many people. And then like, I think cause, so, you know, this one of uh, Heidi's friends, um, she had to go to the hospital. Oh, geez. Cause she ate a lot of them. It was funny too because they were like, she's like, yeah, she had to go to the hospital. I was like, I bet just because all the goddamn Takis that she eats. And she was like, no. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the thing is, you can't really be having those a lot. Yeah, so Takis, can't stand them. And my number one, and the reason why it's my number one, because it makes zero sense, is healthy chips. The chips <laughs> that you see at like GNC or like the, 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 the I guess the protein section oh, of any yeah. store. The, the Quest ones? Yeah, yeah, I know which ones you're talking about. Those are actually not that bad. Bro. They make no sense. I, I, like, I, you, get, I you don't get them. chips for the health benefit. <laughs> Natalie, that's my take for it. Like, it's like, I'm going to get a chip is because obviously I'm making a poor decision right now. So, <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not looking for like the fight, you know, like my, the nutritional benefit of eating a chip. Even though veggie sticks go really hard, that doesn't count. Uh, that they don't count for healthy chips, but I mean they kind of. But they don't count for this one. I'm I'm talking about like the, the protein, the you know the ones you see at GNC or you see in like the the pro, the supplement section at a store. Just makes no sense. Yeah. But all right, what's your three down, Edward? All right, so my three down, ironically, number three is those veggie chips because I don't understand. You don't like the veggie sticks? Why? Nah. You you put me on veggie sticks. 
that's because your dumbass saw that I had them. I wasn't the one that told you, hey, these are good. I lived, my dad, I think, literally bought them. You were like, you were, I think I was like, I think I had chips. And I was like, oh, these are the veg chips. And you're like, well, let me go ahead and try them. And then you tried them and you liked them. And I was like, okay, it's whatever. I, I, I'm not judging. This sums up, this sums up the time I went to El Salvador with you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm just saying, but nah, it, it's not my thing. Um, yeah, veggie, veggie chips, not my thing. Not my thing at all. So, yeah. Um, like I said, that was my dad. He's the one I like that. Uh, so, it basically, so on this one, it's like... Um, I just, uh, I just, um, I, yeah, I couldn't do, I couldn't do veggie chips, man. Okay. So, so, um, on number, number two is actually the, let's see, number two, do you remember, so for me, I guess these count as chips, like, the what do you call those? Like the ones they sell at Subway, the ones that have like cheddar cheese or like the garden variety harvest, whatever. Wait, sun the chips? Sun. sun chips. There you go. Sun you don't chips. like sun chips? But, but but specific flavor. I think it's the one that's like literally bland, like whole wheat flavor. Like it's the bland flavor. I think so. Is yeah. It, is it a blue bag? I think so. Yeah, original. Yeah, I was not big on that one. I was like, man. So, okay. yeah, that's, uh, I, I mean, I, I, I love Sunchis, but okay. No, I, I love, I, I love Sunchis, like cheddar and the, like I said, the garden salsa one. Those mm-hmm. would, those would be, those are nice. So, yeah. Um, I, those are, those are good. So, um, that's my number two. And then my number one uh, I don't know if you consider them chips, but those Triscuits ones. I'll allow it. They come in a bag. I'll allow it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That, I was like, the, to me, they're not chips, and they're. they're I mean, they're if, not, if they're uh, not to you, if, if to you they're not chips, then they're, <laughs> it's just I don't understand why people do buy them. Like, so yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, this is your three. Yeah. Okay. Just because right. All right, three up, man. So I'm gonna go and start things out with spicy nacho Doritos. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, uh, it was so hard to pick a Dorito specifically because I like Doritos, but I think mm-hmm. I will say of all the of all of them, I do like the spicy nacho Dorito. So that's gonna be that's that's why I picked. I had to, I had to pick a Dorito. I I, I just had to. Okay. Right. Um, cool. My now my number two is sour cream and onion Pringles. Yeah, that's not bad. So I I love sour cream and onion, um, but as far as potato chip, I was I was like conflated between Lay's and Pringle, but I do like Pringles a lot, so I, that's what edged them over uh, Lay's. So yeah, I don't know why they're both different, but they are. Yeah. So sour cream and onion Pringles. And my number one, everyone should probably have a good idea which one my number one is. Um, <laughs> Chester's hot fries. 
Ooh, I didn't know that. Uh, I'm I'm addicted to Chester's hot fries. Like you cannot put a bag of Chester's hot fries in front of me because I will eat the whole thing. So, and it, and also it's for two bucks. So you get a pretty good sized bag for two bucks, which is always a win for me. Yeah. But yeah. So that is my my uh, my number one. So ever which three up? So my three up is number three. Ironically, the the Quest protein chips, but the the salsa verde, the 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 green one, the green bag. Those are the spicy chips. They're actually pretty freaking good. Look, um, whatever you gotta do to help you feel better about yourself eating chips is all is okay. I just don't yeah. see the point. <laughs> uh, so then my number two is actually um. So my number two is actually the takis, the super spicy ones. The blue one? Uh, it's either the purple bag or the blue bag. No, I'm not the blue bag because those are the blue colored ones. I guess the purple bag. Oh. Yeah. So those, and I don't eat a lot of those. Mm-hmm. So that's me. Um, and my number one, and I don't know if you might know this, but it's actually Hot Cheetos. Hot Cheetos. Classic. Uh, yeah. Classic. So I think, I think that's the sharp sound. That's the sharp sound in us. <laughs> you always saw people walking around with either Chester's Hot Fries or Hot Cheetos. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one, man. All right, man. So that's three up, three down. We want to give a shout out to the Belly Up Podcast Network. Check out their website, www.bellyupsports.com. Also follow them on Twitter at Belly Up Media and at Belly Up Sports. Make sure you guys check out the Belly Up TV. There's a lot of things going on. You obviously saw them cover the the North Louisiana uh, Football League. Um, they're also covering a, a basketball league as well currently right now. Um, they also did a little little. Um, shoot, what's that? What's that game? Uh, it's like golf, but not really. It's like mallets. Uh, uh, okay. Croquet. Oh, croquet. croquet. Yeah. Yeah. I so guess so. Um, they, they were covering croquet. So, you know, wide variety of sports. So make sure you guys go ahead and check it out. Uh, once again, at Belly Up Media or at Belly Up Sports. <laughs> also, shout out to Alejandra Gomez. Create the insert name FC logo. Follow her on Instagram at, at a.g.graphics with an X. Once again, at a.g.graphics with an X. Um, go hit her up. She makes great. She makes great logos. We love our logo so much. So go ahead and hit her up. Also, shout out to the namesake of the Roosevelt Spencer Player of the Year, which was won by Robert Lewandowski. Um, see, we, we keep Robert Lewandowski in here uh, in this episode. Um, which is Roosevelt Spencer, our producer. He he makes the intros, the outros. He he's the he's the one that edits edits these episodes, man. So you know we appreciate Spencer for all that he does for us, man. Um, make sure you guys follow him on Instagram at that guy dope. If you need some beats, well, Spencer is your guy. You you hear our stuff. Well, come on, you want to be with us? Uh, and and the U.S. is up. Alex Morgan scored a penalty. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So that is episode ninety five. But before we wrap it up, we do want to uh send some prayers over to Barisia Dorman, Sebastian Holler. Uh, that was diagnosed with testicular cancer. Um, yeah. so we, you know, obviously we were both, this was a player that me and Edward were both excited for. Ironically, I don't, I'm not a dormant fan, but that's not, that's not what matters right now. It's just the fact that 
he's going to have a battle right now, and you know we hope we hope that we see him overcome it. Um, so, and I mean, I'm sure Sebastian Haller is ready for the fight. So, uh, sending prayers to Sebastian Haller, and hopefully he can. We'll see him back on the field someday. Yes, sir. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to episode 95. Catch us next week for episode 96. Take care, guys. cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.